Assalamu alaikum. Welcome to season two of the Nakabi Diaries podcast, a platform dedicated to sharing the stories of the women behind the veil. This season, we will be speaking to more Muslim women from all walks of life as we continue to discuss their deep and intimate reasons for wearing the niqab. The Nakabi Diaries, our experiences, our perspectives, our voices. I'm your host, Samar, and thank you for listening. Please don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Sister, how are you? Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Alhamdulillah, wa khair. Alhamdulillah, I'm fine. Alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah, sister. Jazakallah khair for joining us today on the Niqabi Diaries. Sister, could you please introduce yourself for us and tell us a little bit about what you do? Naam, I am Amina Oladiu. I'm a fashion designer. I sew Jilibab, Abaya, Kimono and stuff. My brand name is Amina Jilibabs. I'm a wife and the mother of a son. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. Okay, so sister, um, could you tell us a little bit about your background, where you're from and um, what made you um, interested in wearing the niqab? My background, I'm from Nigeria. Yeah, I'm from Nigeria. Mashallah. And Yoruba tribe to be precise. Yoruba. Which Yoruba. Oh, mashallah. Tabarakallah. Now, my Yoruba lady. So, firstly, I didn't start with the niqab. I started with the jilbab. Mm-hmm. Alhamdulillah. Since I've been wearing the jilbab, I've always had interest in niqab. But just because I know my parents wouldn't accept the niqab so I waited till I got married before I started using it so alhamdulillah when I started using it it wasn't that comfortable but alhamdulillah so what inspired me was just because of the higher the Quran the verse that stated hijab so to me I believe this verse stating the hijab stated niqab with it so I believe since he stated it like that, my own perspective was stated the niqab with it. So I've been planning that inshallah, may Allah make it easy for me. I'm going to use the niqab before I, I leave the head. Alhamdulillah, Alhamdulillah. So you said that you waited till you was married to wear it. So how long would you say that you wanted to wear it but didn't? I waited for like five years if I'm not mistaken before I could start using it. So um I take it your husband is supportive for you to wear the niqab? Yeah, yeah. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. And so was there anybody in your family who um you know kind of didn't agree after you started wearing it once you were married? Yes, that was my mom. My mom because my mom is a Christian. She's not oh. a Muslim Okay. So she wasn't pleased with it. Even when I started using the jellybab, she wasn't pleased with it. But she still she still adapted the jellybab a little, you know, compared to using niqab. Yes, Compared to using niqab, so that was just it. So it was my mom. She wasn't pleased with it at all. But alhamdulillah, she's getting used to it now. Okay, alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. So would you say that you found it easy to wear it after like wanting to wear it for five years? Was it something easy for you to adapt to and just wear like um, on a day-to-day level? How did you find that? Did you just start wearing it 100% straight away or did you wear it like sometimes and then, you know, 
to try to get used to actually wearing it? Oh, well, there was a time I wore it sometimes when I was in school. I do wear it to school sometimes. But later, I got to know that I got to know that it's not really okay using the niqab on and off. If you want to use the niqab, use the niqab. Don't let people see you as a niqabi today and as a jilbabi tomorrow. It's not something okay. I said people will not truly understand what niqab means. They will think niqab is just something you can use on and off. So that was when I said, okay, I will quit using it on and off instead of using it when I know my mom is not around or my dad is not around. So mm. I quit it for a while before I started using it back fully. When I started using it after I got married. Okay. After I got married, I started using it. Although it wasn't directly okay just to adapt with it. There was a time I, I spread my clothes outside in the night. I wanted to go pack it inside. Wallah, well, I forgot to use the nikob because it was not something I was used to. Yeah. It was when I was just packing the clothes, my husband was like, he didn't use the new cup. That was the first day I started using the new cup, if I'm not mistaken. So I was like, you didn't use the new cup. I said, I said subhanAllah. Alhamdulillah, there was nobody outside that day. There was nobody. I was like, subhanAllah. If there was somebody outside that day, this is subhanAllah. Alhamdulillah, there was nobody outside that day. So I just packed it and go inside. MashaAllah. It was not Mashallah. something I, I didn't get adapted to it quickly, but alhamdulillah, with time, after that, my first mistake, I didn't do any other mistake about it. Alhamdulillah. 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 Wow. Okay, so have you faced any kind of abuse for wearing the niqab at all? since you started wearing it? Yeah, not really an abuse, but people were biting about you like you are, like you are going too extreme, you know, this uh, stuff that they believe the niqab is just something extreme. Mm. That you're going too extreme. Why can't she just leave it in the jilebab? Those kind of stuff. But to me, I don't, I put a deaf here because I don't care. I don't care what I care about. What I care about is my robe, so I don't care about what the people are saying. So, Alhamdulillah. So was that from like Muslims or non-Muslims? So, Alhamdulillah, it was from Muslims. Okay. From mostly Muslims. Yeah. Muslim, mostly, mostly Muslims. So, how long have you been wearing the niqab now? Anyways, like, how long has it been? For over a year now. Alhamdulillah. 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 So have you have you managed to do any travelling wearing the niqabs? Have you got an experience with going to airports or like even around Nigeria wearing it? Yeah, I've been wearing it around Nigeria. I've been to the airports once, but I wasn't harassed, alhamdulillah. Because then it wasn't me travelling, it was my husband. Okay, so okay. Alhamdulillah. So would you say that um, sisters who wear the um, hijab get treated differently from sisters who wear the niqab? Not really, not really. Depending on the society. Yeah, can you elaborate? I mean, when I mean depending on the society, I mean depending on the people around them. Some people, if it is, if you are in the midst of people that doesn't understand anything, mm. they believe 
the people wearing the the copy superior to people wearing jilbab. But if we are in a society whereby most of them understand Islam, they won't. Uh, I don't know. I don't know how to put it. They don't segregate. They don't yeah. treat it differently. Mm-hmm. We are all following the will of Allah. You understand what I'm trying to say? Yes. Yes. Definitely. Yes. Subhanallah. So it's just I want you to talk a little bit about your um your business. Your um you said you're a fashion designer and you make the jilbabs and things. So how do you get involved in that and how long have you been doing that for? I've been doing that for four years now, if I'm not mistaken. I started twenty sixteen. I've been Allah, Allah, I mean oh, I think that I started twenty sixteen. Though what I feel mainly it is the jilbab and abaya, anything other than jilbab, I don't straight. I don't straight anything other than the jilbab because I don't want to, I don't want to sing through it. You know, some people will come tell you I want to see you one style. You think the person is an hijabi because I see it online. You think mm. the person is an hijabi, but no, the person might not be an hijabi. Maybe the person is just wearing a little hijabi. So if you see that kind of style that will expose the person's shape, the person's aura, mm. you will be having a share out of our own thing. So I don't, I only see jilbab and abaya. Okay, alhamdulillah. So um, what made you get involved in that though? Like, have you always been somebody interested in sewing and fashion and these things? Yeah, I learned fashion design in 2014. When I started sewing Jilibab, it was when I was in school. What made me start sewing it was there was no no student that was sewing the Jilibab for sisters wearing Jilibab then. So if sisters want to sew Jilibab, it's somehow expensive when you go outside, tell people you want to, in Nigeria here, I don't know it, but in Nigeria here, when you want to sew jilibab, you know, when you're a student, you don't have much. Mm. You're basically collecting money from your parents. So when you want to sew jilibab, then you go outside to see it is mostly expensive. So that was when I started sewing it in school for my sisters in school. Then from there, I created a Facebook page and I started advertising. Okay, mashallah. So, how did you, did, was you the one like purchasing the fabrics and then sewing them and selling them, or did people take their fabrics to you to sell I do um, to sew both. them? I do both. Sometimes I I get the fabrics for people and I get the fabric and sew for them. Sometimes they bring the material, as in they bring the fabric to sew. There's no problem. I sew it. But if they want me to get the fabric for them too, I get it and I see it too. It depends on what the person wants. Alhamdulillah. So um, have you got like an Instagram page or anything like that? Where do you advertise? Only on Facebook. Okay. Inshallah, we can include your link in the description if anybody's interested because there are some listeners from Nigeria and they might be interested in getting some Jill Babs, inshallah. I'll make it easy. I mean, I mean. And you mentioned you've got a son now as well. So how do you um, keep up as a young mom and like doing your business and everything? How do you make a balance with that? 
Well, for some time I quit. I'm just about to start again because okay. I just my son had a bit of a break. Yes. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. So, sister, would you would you describe the niqab as being a barrier, and if so, in which sense? Niqab is not a barrier to me. I don't know any other person, but to me, it is not a barrier. You can do you can do anything you want to do with the niqab on. That is within Islamic, as in within Islamic jurisdiction. Not if you are going extreme, if you are going, you are not doing things that Islam is against. But within Islamic, uh, within the Sharia abiding, if you want to do, I don't know how to put it, but niqab is not a barrier to me. It is not a you want to do or what you are doing. Niqab might be a barrier to someone that wants to go clubbing. It will be a barrier to such a person. Yeah. Yes. So that's why I said it depends on what you are doing or what you want to do. Niqab is not a barrier. It might be a barrier to someone who is going to, who wants to work in a field, maybe um, on a TV, you know, those, if you want to work on a TV, on a radio, they may tell you here in Nigeria that we can't accept any hobby. Mm. So in that situation, it will be a barrier to that person. You understand what I'm trying to say? Yeah, I understand. Yeah, alhamdulillah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I agree with you. And and that's the thing. I, I think um, a lot, what a lot of sisters have said is that um, basically Allah is the one that is going to provide for you. So whatever Allah wants for you, it's not going to be a barrier for that. Do you know what I mean? Like when you're seeking yeah. the halal, it's only a barrier yeah. to keep the, you know, the things that aren't good for me away from me, inshallah, and help me to avoid sins and this kind of things. And yeah, alhamdulillah. Yes. So have you have you met any other sisters um, there in Nigeria? Have you got any friends or anybody that you know, for example, who have been wanting to wear the niqab, like how you had wanted to wear it before, but you didn't, you know, you didn't put it on because, you know, your mother wasn't, you know, your parents basically wasn't happy about it. So you de delayed wearing it. Do you know any other sisters like that that want to wear the niqab, but their families are maybe preventing them or even their husbands? I know some people that wanted to wear the niqab initially before they got married, but alhamdulillah, most of them are using the niqab now because mostly they are married. So due to maybe school, some people due to school, some people maybe their parents, but mostly they are using it. The people that I know that wanted to use it, they are using it now. Alhamdulillah. 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 And have you have you come across any women who've been forced to wear it? Forced? No. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. So what would you advise sisters who were, you know, want to wear the niqab? but they don't feel they have the confidence to actually go and wear it, or they think that maybe it's going to stop them from being able to achieve their dreams or something like that. So they have this kind of hesitation to put it on. What would you advise those sisters? My advice for sisters like that is, firstly, if you want to wear the niqab, you wear it because of Allah, because it is his commandment. If you're wearing it because of commandment, any obstacle that is coming after that, you'll be able to tackle it because the foundation is already there. 
wearing it because of Allah. Then if you're thinking the niqab might be a barrier to your work or your school or any other thing, first sort it out first. Why did I why did I not start wearing the niqab now? You want to know, like jot it down, make a diary. Like, okay, I wish wearing the niqab, but I'm not starting it. Why did I not want to wear the niqab now? Why am I postponing it? If you are able to jot it down, you know why. Maybe, okay, it is a school, okay, uh, because I might not be able to get a better job. But then from there, you'll be able to know how to tackle it. Maybe, okay, if it is school, you can say, okay, let me look at how I'm going to do it. Maybe to meet some lecturers in school that are Muslims, tell them about it so that when I start wearing it, it won't be something sudden to them. And take it from there. If, it is, if you're thinking about a job, you can think of okay, if, I, if, if it is something that maybe I want to work, work in a public enterprise that may not accept NICOP, you can think of other companies that, you, that can accept a NICOP instead mm -hmm. of going to that company. You know, when you know the reason. That you don't want that, that you are delaying it first, you'll be able to know how to tackle it. How to yeah. you understand what I'm trying to yeah, say? Yeah, definitely. You'll yeah, that makes know, a lot of sense, yeah. mashallah. You'll be able to know what if you know what you want first, you know, okay, I want to wear the nakob, but this is these are the reasons why I'm unable to use it now. Then you'll be able to know what to do next. If you are thinking, okay, oh, it is my parents that don't want me to use the niqab now, probably depends on the type of parents you have. If you think, okay, I can still talk to them, they can still accept. Mm. Then you talk to them, tell them the benefits. If your parents are Muslim, it will be easy, to be easier, because at least they know that this is something Allah, this is something Allah prescribes, this, this is Allah's order on women that you must wear the religion. If your parent is a Muslim, at least it's still, it's still an hedge. Over someone that their parent is a Christian, you know, a Christian doesn't even know anything about the Quran. Doesn't even know, maybe Allah said or Allah don't say. Mm. So, yes. So if, it's, if your parent is a Muslim, I think uh, my parents at the course have not started using it. You can talk to them, you see, okay, Maybe they are adapting to it, then you can start using it gradually, maybe in the house. You can start you can just put it on. Yeah, to get used uh, what to are it, you yeah. putting on? Uh, it is the niqab. At least you cannot wear you can decide not to wear it outside. Maybe you are just wearing it in the house for them to for you to see their reaction, how they are going to react to it. Then if you if you see that they are not reacting too much, then you can start using it. Start using it. And there's no reaction then continue may allah make it easy firstly you just have to have the intention of using it Allah, just because of allah just because it is his commandment if you are using it because of allah it will make everything easier he himself he allah will make everything easier and it itself will make it easier because you already have the foundation you're not wearing because of pressure because my friends are using it blah 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 or the society yeah they respect nikobis also people wear nikob for different reasons for different reasons some people wear nikob just because their husband manning them to wear it so if you meet any obstacle 
you feel like removing that Nicob because Nicob is not, I can't say it's not something easy, but you need to have the foundation that you're wearing it because of Allah. Then mm-hmm. everything will be easy. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah, that makes so much sense. And I think that's really quite thorough advice as well. So sister, just to end off end this interview, I'd like to ask you and um, the final question, which is what does the naqab mean to you? Um, to me, alhamdulillah, niqab, it almost means my everything because it is a shield to me. It is Allah's commandment to me. So it is almost my everything. My everything. Alhamdulillah, Alhamdulillah. Jazakallah khair sister for joining us today on the Naqabi Diaries. I really appreciate you giving your time to do this. Alhamdulillah. So sister, assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. The Naqabi Diaries season one ebook with clickable links for each episode is available now complete with 52 illustrations and inspirational quotes from each podcast guest. Click on the link in the description to get yours.